This podcast is brought to you by Schweitzer Church. If you want to learn more about us, please visit any of the links in the description. And now, please enjoy the message. Happy New Year's Eve. My name is Sheila, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. I want to congratulate each of you for making it through 2023. And as we take a deep collective breath together, I want to invite you to spend a few minutes as we reflect on the past, followed by a few minutes of encouragement as we pursue the new year. Let's pray together. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O God, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Okay, I'm curious. Don't raise your hands. I want to know how many of you have actually made New Year's resolutions. And my curiosity continues. How many of you will actually keep those New Year's resolutions? We actually aspire to some form of transformation every year, going to the gym, improving our diet, getting more organized, becoming more financially fit, learning a new skill, or even improving our mental health. A recent Forbes health poll indicates that 62% of adults feel pressured to set a New Year's resolution. Forbes also reports that if you fall off the New Year's resolution wagon just a few months or even a few weeks after your commitment, you are not alone. In fact, failing at New Year's resolutions is so common that there's an official date to commemorate your failure. (laughs) Ditch New Year's Resolutions Day, also known as Quitter's Day, is observed on January 17th. Feel free to mark your calendars. Most resolutions last less than four months, but you can take heart in the fact that there is also the New Year's Resolution Recommitment Day that's observed on June 1st. You know, God's Word is full of treasures that encourage new beginnings for each of us. And God promises that we don't need to feel pressured or defeated when we fail. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 through 24 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for Him. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And one more from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. We are not consumed His compassions never fail. Do not be anxious. I need to read these verses over and over and commit them to memory. Just remind myself that I am not walking this path of life alone. Throughout this past month, 
We've been singing wonderful Christmas carols that hold so much meaning as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. One of the most well-known carols is Joy to the World. The hymn was written by Isaac Watts in 1719, just recently from our Seedbed Daily Text wake-up call. Matt Leroy wrote about Mr. Watts. As a young man, Isaac complained about the music he sang in church. He said it was boring, hard to sing, and lacking in zeal. Isaac's father challenged him to stop complaining and to do something about it. He encouraged him to write a better song. Isaac did just that. He wrote this song and over 700 more songs. He wrote, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And the final verse, He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations sing the glories of his love and righteousness and wonders of his love. It's a joy to sing this song as we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. God is not foreign to us. He is real, he is here, and he rules the world with truth, grace, love, and righteousness. And so, our song continues into the new year. The Word of God reminds us of the importance of singing a new song every day. Singing is a significant response to God's work in our lives and in the world. Singing is universal and can communicate our deepest feelings. When we sing hymns, we are not singing for the purpose of impressing one another, or not, <laughs> but we are collectively raising our voices to share our praise for God who is with us day by day. John Wesley, the leader of the Methodism movement, said this about singing. Above all, sing spiritually. Have an eye to God in every word you sing. Aim at pleasing Him more than yourself or any other creature. In order to do this, attend strictly to the sense of what you sing and see that your heart is not carried away with the sound, but offered to God continually. So shall your singing be such as the Lord will approve here and reward you when He comes in the clouds of heaven. So Wesley has offered some heavy advice on singing, but I want to encourage you as you sing. Whether or not you can carry a tune, there is something positive about singing. Singing relieves stress. It's true that many people feel more relaxed after they've belted out a good tune. Singing increases the pain threshold. During singing, your body can release endorphins that promote positive feelings and can actually change your perception of pain. Singing may improve snoring, although I have family members who might differ on that fact. Singing improves lung function. It increases the amount of oxygen in your blood and helps control the use of muscles to support the respiratory system. Singing helps develop a sense of belonging and connection. Just ask any member of our choir or our modern worship team. 
and singing enhances memory in people with dementia. I've actually sung to people who were nonverbal and found them singing along with me. What a blessing. Singing also improves mental health and mood. Not a surprising finding. Our song varies throughout the year. There are times when our song is a song of lament. Perhaps you feel like a failure as a friend, as a spouse, or as a parent. But through the guidance of God, your song goes on. There might be times when you feel tremendous loneliness or grief at the loss of a loved one or as you deal with a major illness. But through divine healing, your song goes on. I've heard many times of people asking for the miracle of healing. As Christians, I truly believe these prayers are answered, but not always in the ways we expect. Some healing is evident here on earth, but sometimes healing is granted after this earthly life. God does give us the promise that we can look forward to no more pain and no more tears. Your song may be an angry song or just tired at times due to difficulties or struggles, but God still shows up and is waiting for you to share your cares with Him. Look for ways to praise Him even in your difficulties. Or your song might be one of thankfulness and joy. If this is the case, share your song with all those around you. Sing God's praises through your actions, your words, and your encouragement to others. In any case, your song will continue. A familiar poem by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, was written as a response to the horrors of the Civil War. Listen to a portion of his poem. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. But then comes the final verse, which is triumphant and powerful. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill toward men. God is faithful, whether it be war, poverty, disaster, sorrow, or joy. He never leaves us alone. We all realize that these are times of uncertainty and concern, but the Word of God sings a melody that never changes. Our hope doesn't come through politics or medications or social media, but it comes through the Lord. Our hope is in the Lord. He puts a new song in our hearts day by day, regardless of the chaos or difficulties that we see in this world and even in our own lives. God is composing a new song of mercy. His melody is comforting and his harmonies are flawless. As this year comes to a close and another begins, I encourage you to let go of disappointments and failures. Sing the song of renewal and forgiveness as you let the anger fade away. If you're grieving, 
remember that God is walking with you. If you're, if you're aspiring to walk a new path, let his song live in your heart and sing of his love and care. God always gives us a song of hope. Isaiah 40, 31 reminds us, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. God is renewing your strength daily as you trust in him. One of my favorite hymns was written by Robert Lowry and first published in 1868. How can I keep from singing has become my own mantra and the words provide refreshment to my soul. I hope they will inspire you as well. My life flows on in endless song above us lamentation. I catch the real though far off hymn that hails a new creation. Through all the tumult and the strife, I hear the music ringing. It sounds an echo in my soul. How can I keep from singing? What though my joys and comforts die, I know the Lord, He liveth. What though the darkness gather round, songs in the night He giveth. No storm can shake my inmost calm, while to that refuge clinging, since Christ is Lord of heaven and earth, how can I keep from singing? I lift my eyes, the cloud grows thin, I see the blue above it, and day by day this pathway smooths, since first I learned to love it. The peace of Christ makes fresh my heart, a fountain ever springing. All things are mine since I am his. How can I keep from singing? Let us pray together. Holy God, your song is a song of love and care, and we rejoice in the fact that it never ends. We pray that you will inspire us to sing your song daily, whatever the circumstance, so that we may glorify you in every chapter of our lives. Lord, for those who have not put their trust in you, we pray that they might welcome you into their hearts, that they might know the peace of God that makes fresh our souls. Thank you, God, for giving us the faith to keep on singing. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to a Schweitzer podcast. We hope you found this message to be helpful and encouraging. If you enjoyed this experience, please remember to share us with your friends and neighbors. Thanks again for stopping by and remember, 
you are loved.